Soul Circle Podcast. I am so happy to have you here with me again. It's just wonderful knowing that week after week we can be together. This is now episode number four. Today we are just going to dive right in. I went back and I started listening to some of my previous episodes. And can I tell you, there's only three of them, right? But some of them were a little bit cringy to hear it just it felt like I was so robotic like I was talking down to you it oh it just didn't sound anything like I had intended it to sound right but it's something new it's a new area that I'm diving into so of course it's not going to be perfect it's not going to be exactly how I want it to be or expect it to be we all go through those growing pains right where you're like oh If only I could just get past this and be in the spot where I'm 100% comfortable with it, that would be amazing. But gosh, that never happens. No, we got to go through this. We got to kind of work through the muck of it. So here I am trying to figure out how to just be with the microphone and be totally comfortable And just know that you're on the other side of this. Like, I'm not talking to myself, even though in the moment, right, it feels like that. But I'm not. You're there. You're catching my words. And then you're showing up in the community and you're sharing your stories. And it's just a total circle. It's not this one-way exchange. So I'm really going to try to just sink into it, relax, not worry about having a script or having a particular story or something that I need to share, but just turning on the mic and seeing what happens, seeing what unfolds. So here we are together, unfolding together. And it was pretty cool because today I was looking at my newsletter that I send out and I was looking at the welcome letter that goes out if you sign up to be on the newsletter. And it was really wild because it brought me back to the beginning, to when I first started this wild journey of blogging and self-discovery and finding my way into myself. And this has been a journey and one that I'm going to continue to be on for the rest of my life. But it's amazing when you get that opportunity to step back and really see how far you have come. I didn't even realize how long I had been writing my blog for. And it was probably a couple of months ago when I was going back and looking at it. And again, like those cringeworthy moments where as if you're like looking at your high school diary and you're just talking all about like the boy that you have a crush on and how you had a fight with so-and-so and you read it back and you're like, oh my gosh, was I really like this? That was the same thing that happened when I went back to read my blog. It was like, oh, did I really put this out into the world for other people to read? What was I thinking? And of course there were some that I was like, I just, I need to not have these public anymore. Like I've come so far (laughs) from this moment. I need to let them go. But I have probably now 
been blogging for, gosh, it has to be maybe over maybe 15 years, which is a really long time when you think about it. And I started back when blogs were a thing. Now, like no one is really blogging. It's more using social media or podcasting to kind of interact with people. But there was a time, if you remember, when like blogging was a thing where people were just pouring their hearts out onto the internet and sharing stories from their life. It was really totally pre-social media where you weren't getting like the pictures of someone's dinner and what they ate, but you were getting like those really heartwarming things that they were going through and it was raw and authentic and real. And once I found it, I was just in love with the medium. And I remember even how I found blogging because I was at a time in my life when I was really looking just to find myself. And I think that's just going to be an ongoing journey for me forever. But I was really in that search. And for me, books was just an entryway in where I always found so much inspiration and encouragement from reading other people's words. And I remember standing in the Barnes and Noble self-help section, just looking at all the titles and just looking at what the books look like. And there was one that just really, this little tiny section that popped out to me because of the color. And because of the way the spines were, it almost looked like, it wasn't just like typed font. It looked like somebody actually wrote the words. And this tiny little chunk of books was all written by this author called Sark. No, I don't know if you know her, but her books are phenomenal. And I don't even know how many books she has. And the super cool thing about them is the way that they're written, it does look like it's like her own handwriting and there'll be some pages that are in black and white just written and then these other pages that are just filled with like the most vibrant colors and the first book that I saw from her in this little tiny alcove was called succulent wild women and that title just drew me in I didn't know what it meant I had no idea what the book was about but it was the the title succulent wild woman it was that it was like written as if she had written it and it was the colors. And I remember kind of just flipping through it and thinking, yep, bringing this one home. And the neat thing that she does throughout it is she shares so much, but then she also shares other people and other resources and things that have helped her. Like she will share poetry by other people or direct you to others' websites or to their books. And I tried actually to go back and find it in the book, but this is how I got entered into this blogging world, was one of the people that she mentioned in her book, and I can't even now remember what the context was, but it was just a website, and it was to superhero designs. Now, I had no idea what it meant, no idea what was going to be on that website, but it was that name that just drew me in. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta check this out. And I remember typing it in. And Andrea Cher, if you're not familiar with her, she 
is a phenomenal photographer. She also has an awesome podcast. And at the time, remember, we all have so many iterations of ourselves, right? At that time when I first had found her, she was blogging and she was also creating these necklaces out of really cool, um, like little stones and putting them together. And so they were so super colorful. All of them had like a meaning or story behind them. And they were called superhero necklaces. And like, who doesn't want to be your own superhero, right? Like, who doesn't want to like wake up and feel that power of like, oh, I'm taking on the world. And so instantly, the name, the colors, the necklaces, drawn into it. And of course, I bought one of her necklaces. But also, I found her blog, and it was just incredible. Because unlike a book where, like, you read it and there's a beginning, a middle, and an end, with a blog, it's just open, where you can have the person's archives if you want. You can go back and kind of see what happened in their life. But then there's this, always this opportunity for them to post new content to share new stories and for you to get to learn about them in this totally, it felt like, like in the moment kind of way, like social media is. And you just felt, or I could say I really felt like this connection in this way, as if you were like just sitting down with a friend and it blew my mind open. And it was from there, from her website, where she had links to other bloggers, and I clicked on that. And then you just kind of go down this web, right? Where it's like, this, I can't believe this has been here this whole time. And I really, really enjoyed it. And it's wild that it all started with this book that I randomly pulled off the shelf at Barnes & Noble to just happen to be intrigued by that website and then to go to it. And now like all of a sudden my world is expanding. And has that ever happened to you where you're just kind of going through life, right? Like I was just going to the bookstore. Like I have done a thousand times looking for something, but not really expecting anything monumental to happen. And then stumbling upon her book and then just the ripple effect that happened after that and you have to think like how many times that has happened to us in our lives but then flip that because like how many times have you been the catalyst to be a ripple effect for somebody else and not even known it like this woman sark has no idea that her book totally changed my life has no idea the doors that she had opened to me. She was just staying true to herself. She was just doing what she knew she had to give to the world and trusted. And look what happened, like incredible. And it was actually from Andrea, another kind of ripple effect moment, that I talked about last week was attending my first art retreat. 
I really only attended it because, or even like found out about it because Andrea was teaching. She was teaching a photography class. And now I'm invested in her. I love her to meet her in person. Oh, how amazing would that be? And that's when I went to the Squamarts workshop website and I read all about what was going on. And it was just like, oh, there we go. And then to have gone and to have my world totally opened up in this other incredible way, it's just amazing. And so when I was looking back at my newsletter, and taken back like to that moment of like when I first started my blog and seeing what has come from that. Like when I first wrote that very first post, did I ever, ever, like in a million years imagine, I would now be sitting here with you today talking through this microphone. Never. Couldn't, like that wouldn't even have been like a thought in my head. And all the things that have happened because of just having this tiny little space carved out on this massive World Wide Web, right? Because at the time, it was the World Wide Web. Like, it was huge. And to be honest, it was like crazy. But it happens. We take these small, tiny leaps, or we just do these small, tiny things, following our instincts, right? Following our gut. And things happen. And the world kind of unfolds in this magical way. Or what, like, we, we feel like it's magical, right? But we also play a huge part in that. Because if I wasn't a person that was so passionate about reading and just loved going to bookstores just for fun, I never would have found Sark's book. I never would have found superhero designs. I never would have gone to that art retreat. And who knows, like where I would be sitting today. Because all of those little, little things just shift our life. Amazing, right? So think about it. What's something that has been just a small moment for you, but has really shifted you in a way that you never expected or anticipated. And it's so cool because it was from blogging when it was a thing. <laughs> yes, it was that I started to even just dive more into writing because now I had a place to put it. It wasn't just me putting my words in my notebook and no one was ever going to see it. It gave me this, this holding space where not only could I put it, but other people could read it. And that was fabulous to just have that opportunity to, to do that. And that was back at the time when my website was hosted on Blogger. I don't even know if you guys know what that is, but that was a thing. Totally free. You can just upload it. You can share. It was this opportunity to really kind of dig into your own creative side and see what you wanted to do with it. And then it was from kind of like seeing everything that was happening in this blogger world, because there were so many exciting things and so many creative people, and they were doing awesome things that blew you away. 
And one thing that I kept seeing over and over again was all these like amazing art swaps. So cool. Like people would literally create like arts of work and then they would send them to a complete stranger. And I always wanted to participate, always. I was so intimidated by it because I never really felt like I was an artist. I love to play with paper and paint and do all those kinds of things. But I've never created anything that I wanted to be like, oh, I want to send this to someone because it's so good. So in seeing that, I was like, oh, I want to participate. But the, that's just not me. And that's where the idea of the Love Notes Postcard Project began. Was from seeing all these really cool art swaps and having this feeling and like this need of like, I want to do something and participate in that, but that's not totally me. But what would be me? And for me, it's my love of writing, right? We all know. And so what if we just did writing? What if you didn't have to create anything? Like how fabulous would that be for the non artist in this world. And so that's what happened. And what is really wild is I was struggling for a long time. Like, well, what is like, what would that look like? What would people do? And it was actually Dustin who came up with the, the idea of using postcards. And I remember when he said it to me and it was like this light bulb over my head of like genius, because look, there's already artwork on it. You don't have to create anything. If you turn it over, the writing space is so small, it doesn't feel intimidating. You don't have to write an entire letter. You don't have to come up with this long, grand story. You could literally just write one line and send it off. And there we go, the Love Notes Postcard Project. And what's amazing about these moments where you're like, I'm feeling this urge this need of something I want to do but I really have no idea like just because I want to do it doesn't mean others are going to want to do it and usually that's a great big yes because anything that you kind of feel this need or urge to I guarantee you there is somebody else out there just like you who has that same urge and that same desire so put it out there that's what I did with love notes I had no idea if anyone would sign up first of all you're signing up to send mail to a complete stranger during a time that like that wasn't a thing right like no one was really doing that who's going to want to do this but people did and it happened and it was just wild to see that not only did people embrace the idea of putting their heart out there and sending mail to a stranger. But they also took it way beyond what I ever anticipated to happen. And that was some people did create their own postcards. And that was never my intention because I got to tell you, I wasn't creating my own postcards. I didn't feel comfortable enough sending my art out to the world, hence the project itself. But it just was so beautiful to see how much heart and love and joy people were putting into what they were doing and mind blown over the connections that have been made from that project 
there are people who have traveled to meet up with one another because they were partners for this three-week project, which to me, like, like we're talking about those beginning moments. Like I never would ever have dreamed that when I first started. It was just about sharing the postcards. And now some people are lifelong friends. Like, oh, just amazing. I am still holding this intention in my heart. So it will happen. When is a whole other story. I'm leaving that up to the universe. But really holding this intention to host a big love notes gathering where we can all just get together and meet one another. Because so many people have been writing to each other for so long. That project is now probably. And again, I'm like, my timing is always not the best. But I would say 10 years now. It has been going on for a long time. And there are people from all over the world participating, which is amazing. And if we could all be together and just like, oh, have a weekend together to meet one another, share our stories. Oh, I would love it. But it just like was such a blessing for me to have this moment where I was kind of nudged because of my newsletter to go back and look at where we all started. And it's the same thing for this podcast. Like I'm starting it and yeah, it's uncomfortable and it doesn't sound the way I want it to sound, but it doesn't mean you just stop. It doesn't mean you're just like, Oh, forget it. This isn't for me. You got to work through the muck. I say it every Monday night in our writing class. Like there's going to be a point where you're writing and you're going to be like, oh, I hate everything I'm saying. Like, why am I writing? And yeah, you can drop the pen right there. Or you can keep kind of pushing through whatever that muck is and come out on the other side. And you have no idea what's going to happen on that other side unless you push through to it. And maybe nothing, right? Maybe you, you just never find anything that comes out that you're like, oh, yes. But there is this chance where it could be a word, a sentence, an idea. And you're like, oh, that's it. Like this is what I need to focus on now in my writing, or this is something I want to explore. But you never would have gotten there if you didn't push yourself through. And so that's where I am, right? And pushing myself through. And take a moment to think, like, where is that happening for you in your life? Where are you doing something and maybe it doesn't feel totally comfortable? Maybe it doesn't look the way you want it to look or it doesn't feel the way you want it to feel. What is that? Like, what are you doing? What's going on? And are you willing to sit in that uncomfortable? Are you willing to be with whatever that is? And no. Like, honestly, no. You might not get to a point where you're like, I'm so glad I sat with this. Or you might. And is it that potential 
where you might come out on the other side and there might be something else or something bigger or something more. Or you might just finally be in that comfort that you were looking for. Are you willing to be in that discomfort? Are you willing to be in that total unknown? And if you're kind of on the fence of like, I don't know, like, is it really worth it? I want to encourage you and say, yes, it's worth it. Even if you don't get the outcome that you were hoping, even if you don't get what you had visioned. Because things are like happening in the background that we're not really planning, right? Like, for example, the blog. Things happened along the way that I wasn't really planning. But if I didn't keep moving forward with it, I never would have got to where I am. So you have to trust that journey of it. Trust that what you can do is follow your instincts, right? We have to do that. Follow those, those tiny little voices that come up in your head that say, yeah, this is scary. Terrifying even. But I want to do it. And go for it anyway. Trust those times when it says, you know what? It's time to put this down and walk away. Because that's going to happen too. But if you're putting it down just because it feels uncomfortable, I encourage you to pick it back up. And I always think of yoga in this moment because so many of my teachers have said that you're, you're, when you're in these poses in yoga, you're going to like come up to your edge and that edge is going to feel so uncomfortable. And for me, like I'm not super flexible. So I come up to my edge sometimes pretty quickly and to stretch or to move my body in certain ways. Like it just, you can feel the discomfort, but there's a difference between feeling that discomfort and feeling the pain. So if you're pushing yourself too far that now you're in pain, you need to kind of bring it back. But if you're just pushing yourself to that point where you're feeling that discomfort, you got to sit with the discomfort because it's in that feeling of that discomfort. That's where the growth happens. That's where the magic happens. It doesn't happen when you're like, oh, everything's great. Everything's amazing. I'm just going to sit here and watch the world go by. No. It happens when you're right, right, right up against that wall and it's not feeling good and you want to pull back. But if you can sit there, if you can push yourself to be there, even for just a second longer than you thought you could, you're doing amazing work. Because now the next time you show up, you have that second under your belt and maybe now you'll stay a second longer. Maybe now you'll even stay a minute longer and you'll learn and you'll grow and you will be able to unearth these new things that might not have been there before, but you got to be in the discomfort, right? How many times have you been in the discomfort and you're like, done, out of here. I've done it so many times where, and, and sometimes you absolutely have to do that because you're just not there. So respect that too, because there will even be days when you will show up 
you just know it's not for you. Like that is a day that you just need to take care of yourself. That's not a day to push into the discomfort. So it's recognizing all of that, recognizing where you started, how far you have come on this incredible journey, how many times you might have taken detours or totally have fallen to the ground and thought you would never get back up again. And then where you are today and how that journey wasn't easy. That journey had so much discomfort in it, but you've grown from it. You've become who you are because of it. Ah, it's incredible, right? But how often, like we usually, I can say for myself, for sure, even looking back, especially at last year, I felt like I was just running a million miles a minute. I felt like I had so many things to do. I felt like I was never catching my breath, just running, running and exhausted. And there was no way in that moment that I ever even took a second to say, slow down, check out what's going on right now. Check out where you were before, where you are now. Is this where you want to be? And really assess kind of what I wanted to do. It took the pandemic to say, put on the brakes. And the craziest part is I'm doing more now than I was then, but I don't feel that, that exhaustion because I was able to reassess and I was able to finally look and see what was feeding me, what was really sucking out my energy. And before, what was sucking a lot of that energy, I didn't have control of to change. And that was like working in the office. That for me, looking back now, was just a total like drain of my energy and my excitement. And now I have a little control of it where... I don't have to travel into the office. I can just be where I am right now. And the amount of energy that has come back to me is incredible. So take that inventory. See what's pulling out your resources. See what's really fueling you. See what's really lighting you up. And go towards what's lighting you up and see how you can release what isn't fueling you. So you know I give you a writing prompt every week. That's going to be this week. You're going to take an inventory. An inventory of this moment. Not an inventory of your dream life or what your life was like before. But where are you now? What's happening? How are you feeling? And on your paper, put two columns. The first one's going to be what's lighting you up. And the second one is going to be what's draining your batteries. List it out. See what's there. And for the things that are lighting you up, see how you can amplify those. And then for the things that are draining your battery, see how can you kind of remove them? What can you do so those don't become the big rocks, but more of the tiny things so that they're not taking that much energy from you? You got it? That's your prompt. Oh. 
It's been wonderful to be here with you for another week. And I'm just so grateful for your support, for your encouragement. And I look forward to being back here with you next Sunday. And I also want to invite you to come over if you haven't done so already to the Soul Circle community because we're starting our story here and beginning these conversations, but then they're continuing over there. And the most amazing group of individuals are joining over there. And it's just phenomenal. So join us. The link is going to be below in the show notes. So I hope you will pop over and say hello. It's a totally free community space. So I look forward to meeting you over there and then to seeing you again back here next week. Enjoy your week ahead. Know that you have this incredible light inside you and just keep shining it. I am so grateful for you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Bye-bye.